0: Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. It's so important that we understand how significant it is that we fulfill what God's called us to do. It doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how young you are, but because we're a new creature in Christ, we have a new life, we have a new future, we have a, we have a new purpose. Each and every one of us, now has a purpose in Christ. Yes. You, you didn't have a purpose before that new creature, uh, that new man was on the inside of you. Yeah. We didn't have a purpose in the body of Christ, but thank God, because of our new creature, the new us, we have a purpose. Yes. We have a place. Yes. We have a place in this world. We have a calling. We have something. We have a mission to fulfill. And we all need to understand that God needs us. Yes, right. There's a world out there that he, he needs us to reach. He's assigned this mission for us to accomplish. But we have to be willing to accomplish that. You may not understand the fullness of your call or what God's told you to do. But all you need to know is that he needs you to do it. It's important to him. So it needs to be important to us that because of this new life we've been given, There's something that we need to fulfill in that new life, not just to sit back. A lot of us, like my dad said in that video, a lot of us spiritually are okay. We don't need help. There's a world out there that really needs it. You know, we can sit and really feel sorry for ourselves and really not put an effort in the body of Christ and kind of focus on ourselves. Thank you, Father. I'm healed. Thank you, Father, for my money, my, my, my. But there's a revelation we have. There's something that the world needs. And I don't want to hold it all in for myself, but there's a lot of people out there who really need it, who really need it. We need it, but they need it also. And, uh, you know, we're, he, he's going to use us. He's going to use us to reach these people. Um, but we have to understand that we have to consecrate ourselves to the plan of God. It's hard for people when they don't fully commit their life to the plan of God. That's where they struggle. They want it, but they also want this other path that they've, they understand. You know, it's going to take faith to let it go and trust God and trust his plan. It's going to take faith to do that, but it pays off and it's worth it. Hallelujah. It's worth it. Whatever you need to do to fulfill the plan of God, whatever you need to cut off, whoever you need to cut off, I don't care if you have to walk on a very narrow path for a while, whatever you need to do to let that old man completely die off. Don't let the thing linger. You're a new creature. How many of you are born again, spirit filled children of God. So whatever that old man used to do, it's no longer, it's no longer ours. It has to go. And we have to redirect our life into that new path that God has for us. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, maybe there's things that you struggle with that are hard to let go, but it's very important that we understand that if we want to fulfill what God has for us, we have to cut it off. We can't let it linger. We can't, we can't entertain it anymore. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want the plan of God. I want it. Hallelujah. Let's open up our Bibles to Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, there was a time in my life where my commitment to the plan of God was tested. Uh, I had a reason to, to maybe turn away from the plan of God. I, I had a lot in me. I knew I wasn't going to do that, but I had the opportunity to. We all, we all have the opportunity to walk away. That's why we need to be full enough and hungry and love God enough to say, I don't want that. I want what he did for me. Because of what he did for me, I'm doing this for him. I'm not gonna entertain those things. I'm not gonna dance around it, but I, we, need to, we, need to, uh, we need to understand that when those opportunities come, we need to recognize them yes. and cut them off. Don't entertain it. Don't fall for the, for the lie of the enemy that the plan of God's not working out for you. Maybe, the, maybe, maybe you missed it. Mm-mm. No, that's a lie. Hallelujah. But there was a time in my life where I had the opportunity to maybe follow a different uh, path. I had, a, I had the thoughts come. I could have grabbed one and went with it. You know, I maybe would have been around, but my heart would have been wrong. Um, you know, a lot of people, they may look like they're doing the right thing, but their heart's wrong. So we need to make sure our hearts are right. Hallelujah. So I, re- I was... This is my 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 dad passed away on a uh, on a Friday, and that Monday I was preaching. I was gonna preach in the Bible school, you know. Us around here, we don't take breaks for the when it comes to the ministry. We don't we don't uh, entertain tests and trials. We keep doing what we're doing. So I was gonna preach that next Monday, and a lot of thoughts in my head. There was a lot going on in my life, (laughs) and. I didn't even think about, can I do this? I would just decided I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Sometimes when um, there's a lot of thoughts, a lot of pressure, you can, you can those thoughts are gonna come. They're gonna fly around your head. They're gonna wanna make a nest in your thought life, yeah. but you have to make the decision, I'm just gonna do what God said. If I, if I have an inkling of, of a knowing that I should do this, even if I don't understand how it's gonna work, what it's gonna be, if I know at least that step is right, I'm just going to do it. Don't think about it. I don't need to figure it out. But that step for me was a step of faith. And I just said, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to try and think it through, understand it thoroughly. But sometimes you just have to not think about it. If you know God told you to do something, even if it's just one small steps in some direction, just do it. If you just, if you continue to think about it, you will talk yourself out of it. But I promise you, he will meet you there. Yeah. And it will become clearer and clearer and clearer. But it just takes that one step of faith. If you just know that one step is the right thing, and, but you have no clue what it's going to do. You have no clue where it's going to go from there. But as long as you know that God is, that's the right direction, at least the right thing to do in general in the situation, do it because God can work with that. Yeah. As long as you're willing, he, he, it don't matter what thoughts are coming. It doesn't matter what thoughts are trying to steal your attention or trying to distract you, as long as you just do it. Don't think about it, just do it. Yeah. Don't, don't overthink the thing. Yeah. If you know it's the right step, just do it. Because there's times in your life where your, your mind's gonna be bombarded. Yeah. But if you know something's right, even if you don't understand it, if you just at least know that's the right thing to do, just step and do it. Because God will meet you there, the power will be there. Hallelujah! He's there to help us, and that's where I was at. I just I'm doing the right thing. I don't I don't understand what's coming next in in this in this season of my life, but I just know I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. Um, I took it day by day. Sometimes you got to do that. You don't need to figure out next week, next month, next year. What do I? What does God tell me to do today? He knows. He knows for this. You could wake up that morning, have no idea what's going to happen, but he knows that day. He knows that hour. He knows the next 10 minutes, what you need to do. And as long as you do the right thing, if you just have one inkling of hope in one direction, you don't need to know everything about it. Just do it. Just take a step and do it. Hallelujah. And that's just something God's taught me. You know, there's going to be times where things are going to bombard you but if you know at least one thing out of those hundred thoughts is the right one. If you know that one thing is the right thing to do, just do that. You don't need to figure it out, just do that. Hallelujah. Anyway, so I was getting ready, I was in the shower, and I really had to make the right decision. You know, a lot of thoughts were coming. I said, you know what? I don't know what's gonna happen this season of my life right now, I know that it's going to work out, um, but I don't need to figure out all these thoughts coming to me right now. So I don't necessarily know right now what to do, what to preach on or whatever, but I know this, I want his plan for my life. That's, That's just something I wanted. I didn't know what was going to happen next, but the plan of God is just something that I wanted at the moment. So I just said, you know what? I'm not gonna think about all these things. I'm gonna get on my knees and I'm just gonna commit myself, c- uh, consecrate myself to the plan of God. That's just that's just something I knew to do. I just, I didn't know, understand what, you know, there were some things I didn't understand, but I just knew I wanted the plan of God. So I was gonna commit myself right there. I'm not gonna think on all these things, but I want his plan. And um, you know, if you commit, yourself to the flesh, it's going to be hard. If you entertain the flesh, it's going to be a hard path for you. It's going to trip you up. It's going to be a weight in your life. You may see that path. You may be endeavoring to go, but if you keep putting these weights on you, if you keep doing the old man stuff, all the things that the old man used to do, it's going to weigh you down and it's going to waste time. You can imagine a marathon runner is running and he falls and rolls that's gonna add a lot of delayed time in that race for him. It could be just one trip up, but it's gonna delay the race for him. Hallelujah. Are you in Jeremiah uh, Jeremiah 29 11? For I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil. To give you hope in your final outcome. If that's all you need to know in your situation, that's enough. It says to give you hope in your final outcome. Lord, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't understand what's going on. I don't need to have the answers right now in this situation, but I know the final outcome is going to work out. That's all I know. And I'm holding on to it. If that's all you have to hold on to, if it's just one scripture, if it's just one answer, one inkling of light in, that, in your situation, it's enough to bring you all the way through it. It's enough. Hallelujah. All the hundreds of thoughts that the devil could throw at you, thousands of thoughts over the years that he's thrown at you, only one scripture, one inkling of light can demolish all those thoughts and deliver you. That's the power in the word of God. That one answer can cancel out any thought you've ever had about yourself, about your future. I don't care what bad habits you've had your whole life. One answer in the word of God can deliver you. Hallelujah. And that's just where I was at. I needed one thing to hold on to. And I was just going to consecrate myself and commit myself to the plan of God. Hallelujah. I wanted him to know verbally out of my mouth that I'm still in this. You know, I wanted him to know out of my own mouth that you are, I'm still usable. I'm not checking out. I'm not falling into the emotions. I'm not going to fall in a pit. I'm not going to fall in a hole, but I want you to know, Father, I want you to know out of my own mouth. I'm not going to just think it, but I want you to know that I'm usable, I'm usable. I'm not dead weight. I'm not unusable. I'm not useless. In the middle of this test and trial, I don't want to be useless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I know you right now in the middle of this, you have a plan for me. Hallelujah. And I want you to and I want him to use me. Hallelujah. So we need to ask ourselves, when's the last time we talked with him and consecrated ourselves to him in his plan? When's the last, ask yourself, when's the last time I got on in prayer and I didn't ask him for nothing, didn't expect something back, wasn't thinking about a problem I was dealing with that day. But when's the last time you just said, Lord, I put all this aside. I put my own endeavors aside. I put my own will aside. What do you want from me? I want it. I'm committing my life to you. And that's all he needs. He just needs your cooperation. He can work with that. You may not understand. Maybe you're a baby Christian. You don't understand a lot of things in the word. But as long as you have the right heart and you're willing and you're willing to work work on yourself, you're willing to let some things go. He can work with that. You don't need to be perfect today. But as long as you're willing to let it go, as long as your heart's right, he'll work with you. He is patient. And he's faithful. He's not gonna leave you high and dry. Well, he, he ain't serious right now. I mean, you know, as long as your heart is right, you, know, you may trip up in the natural, but as long as your heart's right and you're reaching for the more, he can work with that. Don't let the devil ever talk you out of it. Oh, because you messed up today, just forget about it. Remember that time you consecrated yourself? Whatever, it can, it's canceled out now. Nope, every day I'm consecrating myself, every day. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus had to consecrate himself. I'm gonna read here. Uh, and you don't have to turn there. Uh, Luke twenty-two, forty-two. Uh, this is Jesus saying, "Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me." Nevertheless, nevertheless, nevertheless that he, <laughs> it wasn't. He was conflicted. He was being tempted. He knew what was to come. He knew what his what his future entailed. He knew what was coming. He knew. Nevertheless, just, be, just because I'm being pressured, just because those thoughts are coming, I'm seeing myself here. I'm seeing myself in this situation. Oh, I'm getting these thoughts. Oh, my God, I'm being tempted this. Oh, what's going to happen? What's this? Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Not my will. If that's all you need to say with all the pressures, all the th- I could imagine what kind of thoughts were coming to Jesus. The pressure, but thank God he didn't cave in. Yeah. Just, because, just because the pressure was there, just be, he he knew what he needed to do. He committed. He committed himself. I guarantee you all day long he was committing. I want what the Father has for me. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Hallelujah. If that's all you need to say, not my will, but yours. Not my will, but yours, Father. But your will. I want it. Even if you got to convince yourself. Well, how many ever times you got to say it to finally convince yourself that you want His will? Do it. Do it. Hallelujah. It'll get in you if you keep saying it. Not my will, but yours. Not my will, but yours. And there's times in our life where it's going to be crucial that we decide that, that we make that choice. It's going to be very crucial that we decide I want the plan of God. I'm not letting. Any other secular thing distract me. I'm not letting any other path or opportunity distract me from the one. And let me continue reading. It says, and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like, was as it were great drops of blood falling to the ground. The pressure. I mean, think about that. That visual there, how committed he was to not waver. And I see myself in this situation in the sense of I was sitting there committing myself and an angel I knew came down. I don't know if it was Jesus or an angel, but I felt a a hand physically touch my chest. And whatever was in my heart, whatever it needed to be adjusted, whatever I needed, uh, the power met me there. And I fell on the ground, naked in my shower, whatever. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter where you're at. It don't matter what situation. No matter where, where you're at, you could be in a dope house. You could be anywhere. As long if you commit your life, He will meet you there. It don't matter. It don't matter to Him. He'll show up anywhere you're at, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anywhere. Power met me, man. I, I, I. And I I look back now and I knew he was pleased with that decision. You know, maybe I would have pushed through and never really said anything, but he was pleased. I know he was pleased that I verbally, over all the things that were coming up in my mind, I made that decision. And, um, you know, I've missed it before. I'm not tooting my horn right now, but I'm just saying uh, he's going to be pleased when you make the right decision, when the opportunity comes to make a wrong one. He'll be very pleased with you. It's faith that pleases God. And it's going to take faith to say your will, not mine. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I think of what it says here. The sweat, was, it, was, it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground, man. He, just to think that he was thinking of us. He knew. Think about that. See yourself. He did that for you. He went through that for he held to it. He did not let you go. He was not going to waver. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful? He won the victory. Like the song was saying, he won the victory. And he did that for, he went through that just for me. He went through that just for me. That's enough to give my life to him. I mean, we, you know, we can feel sorry for ourselves, uh, things we've been through, but I've never been through anything like that. I've never been through anything like that. And he did that for sinners. He did that for us. Don't take the plan of God lightly. Some, Jesus did that for you. He ha, he's giving you a new life. He knew we needed that new life. He went through all the pain and suffering for you and me. He went through it all for, ju, for us. We didn't earn it. We didn't deserve it. But that's the love of God. Aren't you thankful? Oh my gosh, the love of God. He was willing to go through that for me and you. I can't emphasize that enough. But the, uh, the power met him. You know, he was strengthened. Yeah. We need to remember that. That there's power available in any test and trial you're going through. There is power available more than enough to get you through whatever you're going through. Hallelujah. Power enough to deliver you, set you free. But we need to make the decision. I'm consecrating myself. I am committing my life to the new life that he has given. I want it. If it takes every 10 minutes, every five minutes, every day, whatever you need to do to convince yourself that he has a plan for you, he needs you. He needs you. You know, maybe there's, you know, we've heard of people that are called to something, they forfeit the call, he has to give it to someone else. But there's something in every single one of us that is so unique that he can use, that he wants to, he knows what's on the inside of it. He wants that. He made us so unique. He wants what's on the inside of us because it's so unique and it's something no one else can offer but us. We all have a testimony. We all have a story. We all have something to to share with the world. We all have something to bring. It don't matter if you're serving. It don't matter if you're at the pulpit. It don't matter if you're a businessman. It don't matter what it is. But we all have a purpose somewhere. We all have a purpose somewhere. So whatever you need to do to convince yourself that I want it and I'm not going to entertain. If you have to think of Jesus just going through that to convince you, just think on those things. Just think about it. I've never been through anything like, even remotely close to what he went through for me. Hallelujah, he was a man just like I was. I don't know if I, I wouldn't be able to do something like that, but he did it. He did it for you and me to give us a new life, to give us a new purpose. Don't dishonor it by living any old way you want. That's like spitting in Jesus's face, yeah, okay, whatever. I didn't ask you to do that for me. How disrespectful of us to, that's really how, (laughs) that's really what it is when you just decide to do whatever you, whatever you want. When you decide, I'm just gonna do what I want. That's That's what you're saying to Jesus, that I don't care what you did for me. I don't care that you went through that. I don't care that you had every sickness, every disease on you for me. You may not say that, but your actions are speaking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to honor that. Do you want to honor what he did? for I just, that's enough for me to commit my life. Yeah. I don't need to know everything. I just, whatever, you know, whatever I need to do, I want the plan. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, open up, uh, go to um, 2 Chronicles 16.9. I wrote something down I want to read to you. Uh, Be strong and bold. Even be on the offensive to accomplish God's calling in your life. Be aggressive about it. Because things are gonna be aggressive to try and steal the plan from you, pull you off course. The devil's gonna be aggressive. You have to be aggressive enough to say, I I put my foot down. I put my foot down. You know, the devil works in strategies. He ain't got nothing new to offer. But he'll work in strategies in our life that he knows will trip us up. So if you know that just going to a place will tempt you, no, I refuse. If it's just one small thing that you know that could trip you up, think about what he did for you. Is it worth it? putting myself in this position. No, I put my foot down. I'm aggressive about the plan of God. We need to be, aggr- he, Jesus was aggressive to make sure he fulfilled what he was called to do. He was aggressive about it. He did not waver, he did not, he did not uh, give in. We need to have that same kind of boldness and aggressiveness to our plan. Because it's important to God. Yeah, yeah. It's important to God that we fulfill what he's told us to do. Hallelujah. Second uh, Chronicles 16, 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. <laughs> we, we're people. We're not perfect. But is your heart right towards God? Are you working on yourself? Are you not just letting yourself be the old you? Are you working on yourself? Anybody is welcome in these doors as long as they're willing to change. If you're willing to change, if you're willing to give your life to him, he will work through you. We can be a vessel that can be used. Hallelujah. But we need to make sure our heart's right. Oh, I'm doing what God wants me, but I'm cool with living this way too. That's not, that's not how it works. Right. That's a wrong heart. Yeah. Your heart's not right with God. Yeah. It's not right with God and it's not, it's not okay with him. Yeah. Because that's the same thing he delivered you from. Right. And he's not okay with that. Come on. He's not okay with you entertaining that. Yeah. He is, he wants you to fulfill what he has provided for you so bad. Yeah. So bad that he gave his life for it. We need to have a reverence and honor for what He's called us to do. Yeah. We need to be serious about it, yes. yeah. and not just dance around in life and entertain all these unimportant things. But what is what is? Where's my place right now? Yeah. Right now, yeah. where am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do right now? Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. Oh, uh, go in your Bible. to Psalms thirty-seven. And, you know, it's going to take sacrifice of some things, yes, it but it's for the better. Yes. It's not a sacrifice of, of good things. It's a sacrifice of things we don't want. Uh, things of the world, things of the flesh. We don't want that. People that want those things, it's, it's a struggle for them, but it's a sacrifice of something good. I don't want those things. And people go, oh, I I want this, I want that. No, the flesh is destruction. It is not something I want to partake of. And we have to remember, there's a great cloud of witnesses that are only cheering us on for the spiritual steps we make in our life. They're not cheering us on when we have a certain amount of money in our bank account. They're not cheering us on when we uh, do something fun, but they're cheering us on for that 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 divine plan yes. the spiritual things yes. and that's all that matters to them oh, that's, so that's all that matters is the spiritual things and we have to remember that yeah. if i was to go to heaven right now how many things could i look back on and say they were cheering me on with this you know we got to ask ourselves these questions yeah. hallelujah Psalms 37, four, delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee desires of thine heart. See, it's not a sacrifice. It's not, it's not a sad thing to give your life to Christ. It's a great thing. It's a joyful thing. Hallelujah, delight thyself. Be excited about it. It's a great thing. The devil would lie to you and say, oh, it's a hard path. It's, it's this and that. It's not what you wanted. It is all I wanted and more and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way, commit it. Anytime you see something like that in the Bible, just do it there. Commit it. Oh, don't just read it. Lord, I commit. I commit my life to you. I want what you have for me. I'm committing right now. I don't care that I did it just in three scriptures ago, whatever, I'm doing it again. Because one day, something's gonna challenge that commitment. Something's gonna challenge it. And is your commitment going to be strong enough to say, mm-mm, not, I recognize that opportunity and I'm not taking it. Right, good. I'm not taking it. Hallelujah. Right. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to, back to pass. If it just takes that simple step of just trusting him, that's enough. It's enough. Hallelujah. And he has proven himself to me time and time again that it, those simple things are just enough for him to work on my behalf. He just needs my cooperation. Right. He needs my agreement. He needs my commitment to work. Yes. You know, the thoughts may be bombarding me, whatever. Who cares? I'm not gonna bite onto those thoughts. Oh, just, yes. just do it, Lord. Just com- I'm committing right now. Yes. Hallelujah. That one little small step, it takes just one little small step of faith in the right direction. He'll work with that. That's all he needs to work with. He just needs your heart to be right. He needs you to commit yourself to his ways. You know, you may think, oh, I'm I'm going through this. I'm I'm really not in the plan of God. The plan of God is doing the right thing when the wrong things have, uh, the opportunity comes to do the wrong things. The plan of God is doing the right things when the opportunities for the wrong ones come up. I'm doing the right thing. Oh, there's a wrong thing and a right thing. I'm doing the right thing. There's a wrong thing and a right thing. I'm doing the right thing. That's the plan of God. Just, be, just There's never going to be a time in your life where you're like, oh, every decision, there's never an opportunity to do anything wrong ever again. There's a whole life. There's going to be opportunities to do something that is not the plan of God for your life, that is not, a, that is not pleasing to God. The plan of God is doing the right thing when, when uh, the opportunity comes to do the wrong thing. Hallelujah. I've had the opportunity to focus on the wrong thing and ponder on the wrong thing, but all it took was just in that moment, I'm going this way. I don't know what's around the corner, but I'm going this Uh way. Hallelujah. Just one step in the right direction. Just one step, just one step, that one commitment, just one thing day by day whatever it takes because the plan of God's worth it it's worth it it's worth it, it's worth it. Yeah. hallelujah yeah. it's worth don't forfeit it for anyone or anything he needs us he needs us he needs us we need to take the plan of God serious yes. hallelujah. hallelujah glory to God it says in Hebrews 12:1 let us strip off and throw aside Throw aside unnecessary weight in that sin which is so readily clinging, clings clings to to and entangle us. That's all it's for. It's just going to trip us up. It's just going to entangle your feet and delay your race. That's all it's there to do is to, to to delay you. That's all it's gonna do when you tamper with things that you know you shouldn't do. It's just a delay in your race. It's tripping you up and you're falling down. It's not that the plan of God's gone, but you're just wasting precious time. Time that you could be fulfilling some great things. The devil wants to trip you up with your past, trip you up with addiction, trip you up with all these stupid things when it's just all there just to trip you up. That's all it's there for. The devil sees the bigger picture. He doesn't want you to see it. He doesn't want you to understand that what you're doing is the right thing and you're going to get all these great things, your desires of your heart. You're going to be used by God in a great, mighty way. He knows that and he wants you to just get tripped up on the small little things. Sin, worry, doubt, fear, tangled up, tripping and falling. That's all he wants you to do. He knows the bigger picture. We need to be smart, wise, and see the bigger picture here. We have a plan to fulfill. We have a, a mission that is unique for each and every one of us to fulfill. It's unique to us, but the devil doesn't want us to understand those things. He doesn't want us to understand the, the, how critical it is that we, that we fulfill what we're called to do. He doesn't want us to understand that. He wants us to get caught up on every dumb little thing in life, every dumb little distraction, every dumb little addiction, every dumb little sin. He wants us to get tripped up and make it such a big deal. It's it's all worthless. It's all worthless in, in the presence of God. All that stuff, money, it's worthless. It's useless. Uh, sin it's just worthless and useless. We need to see it how God sees it. It's just dead. It's just dead. There's no power in it. It's Money is a tool. Uh, it's just a tool. Don't get tripped up over it. It's useless in the presence of God. There's no currency in heaven. You don't care about those things. Let's, not, let's stop getting so caught up and tripped up over the dumb things. It's just a waste of time. It's just a delay in your race. It's just a delay. I'm, I'm not gonna be ignorant anymore. I see the strategies of the devil. If you know there's something that trips you up in life, uh, we need to rec- be wise enough to recognize that's a a dumb, dumb weight that's been taunting me. And every time you decide to do it or decide to go that route, you're putting that weight on and you're just weighting yourself down, man. We're supposed to be running. And there's a cloud of witnesses. There's a cloud of witnesses in heaven. You may say, I don't know personally anybody in heaven. We're a, we're in a new family. You have family in heaven cheering you on. And when they cheer you on, you start running faster and faster and faster because you're so they're motivating you. Your father is cheering you on. But he's not doing that with the stupid sins of life. He's not doing that with when you decide to do your own path. They're not cheering you on for that stuff. They're not cheering you on for that stuff. But like I said, if you don't know anybody in heaven personally, it don't matter. You're in a new family. You have family in heaven that you don't even know yet. We're in the family of God. I have a new family. I have a new fellowship. And they're cheering me on in this spiritual race. This plan that God has for me, they are cheering me on. And they are excited about it. But they're only doing that for the things that are important. The only the things that please God. And that's faith. They're only doing it with the spiritual things. They don't see how much money's your account. They don't care. They care about what are you, what decision did you make when that opportunity came up? They are cheering those right decisions on. They are excited about those things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you may feel, oh, I'm a baby Christian. I'm all alone. My family don't care. My, my, my spouse don't care. There's people in my life discouraging me. There's no one really supporting me. Uh, guess what? You're born again, you're in a new family, you have a whole cloud of witnesses, you have a whole family in heaven, so excited about the plan of God for your life. So don't let the devil tell you, it don't matter. There's a whole slew of people who care, who are excited, who are cheering you on. And it's all so very important to them. If you were in front of a huge crowd of people, you'd be like, whoa, they, and they're cheering you on, they're cheering you on, you'd be like, I gotta do something, right? I don't, so, so when you so when you're, when you're, when the opportunity comes to do the wrong thing, just know they ain't gonna cheer you on. It's gonna be real awkward. I just, I'm, I'm creative. I see things in my head like that. Uh, you know, if I do something stupid, they're just like this. They're not even caring. They're just like, but if I do something that is spiritual and pleasing to God, they are screaming, cheering you on. You don't need a hundred people supporting you on earth right now, you just, that's enough. How great, what a great, what a great family to be in that's cheering you on. Let me read that scripture right here real quick. Um, Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who, ha- who have borne testimony to the truth, they know a truth, they know something, they know that the spiritual things are what matter. They're, they're heroes of the faith they understand it they're excited about it we need to understand that that's why they're cheering us on for those things and not natural things because they know it's it's all that matters it's all that matters so we need to have a, a bigger picture of this of this life a bigger a bigger perspective of it we get so tied up with the day-to-day things we need to understand there is a whole cloud of witnesses that are just so excited that are that are cheering you on in this race uh, that, that the race of God, the plan of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. So don't take it lightly. Don't forget about it, man. There are, uh, God is just so excited when we, he rejoices. Yeah. He rejoices with just that small decision of not taking that thought. Yeah. That small decision to give that offering. Hallelujah. It may seem small, but the bigger picture is, is you're headed in the right direction. Yeah. They are so excited. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, all of us have a unique call. It don't matter what you're called to. It's all as equally important. It's all just as exciting to our heavenly family. It's all just as exciting to our Father. And we need to renew our mind. Hallelujah. And understand that it's, it's important to God. And I don't want to disrespect what Jesus did by doing things my own way. It's a waste of time. I have nothing to show for when you go to heaven doing things like that. Nothing to show for. This, this life is just a small little inkling of time. And when you look back and with God, are you going to be able to show a whole slew of great spiritual achievements, faith achievements, or are you just going to sh- have nothing? Because like I said, the natural just doesn't, it just doesn't, it doesn't, there's no currency in heaven. That don't matter to him. It's, 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 it's so invaluable to him when he sees natural things because it just doesn't matter. Hallelujah. We have nothing to show for when we do our own little thing, hallelujah. But I just today I just want to encourage you that there is a plan for each and every one of us. I don't care how old you are. If you just got saved yesterday, there is a great plan. This all, this all, this all is this message is for all of us today. It it pertains to all of us. No one's left out of this picture, hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, Open up to Galatians 5.16. Are are you getting helped this morning? One thing that is God's will for for us is being in the spirit. Did you get that? To be, that's God's will for us, is to be in the Spirit. Because He knows when we're in the Spirit, those decisions, those right decisions will be much easier and much clearer for us. So, it says here in Galatians 5.16, this I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. There's your answer. Yeah. Yeah. There's your answer for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm struggling. That temptation's coming hard. i I, I, I don't know how to, how to get through it. Your answer is get in the spirit. Get in the spirit. When Jesus was in that moment, when that angel came to strengthen him, he was in the spirit. He was going through it, but he was in the spirit still. And the power met him. Walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. That's the key to to the plan. Walking in the spirit. We are strengthened by his spirit. We're not strengthened by our own abilities, our own natural strengths, our own natural talents. That's not gonna, that's not gonna, that's not gonna be enough. God can use those things, but it's just not enough. We need the help of the spirit. We need the power of God in our life. Walk in the spirit and ye shall not Fulfill the lust of the flesh. So if you know, if you, if, you, if, you, if you made the wrong decision, you know you weren't in the spirit because the spirit won't let you down. The spirit works every time. The spirit's our helper. It's on the inside of us. He didn't tell you to do that. Your own will did. You had the decision. So I'm telling you right now, walk in the spirit. This, this, this plan that he has for you will be so much easier. If you, if you just focus on the spirit and not on the flesh, it won't trip you up. The flesh will trip you up, slow you down. The spirit will accelerate you. It'll accelerate you into the, into the plan. I want to be accelerated. I want acceleration. I don't want, things, I don't want to waste time tripping up over, over something that, God, that Jesus already delivered me from. He already delivered me from it. So why am I just still entertaining that? Why? I'm already delivered. It's old news. Uh, That old me, old, forget it, move on, done, let it go. It's, it means nothing. Don't, don't be awed by your past. Don't be impressed. Wow. This is just so big and so hard for me. Don't entertain those thoughts. Don't even give it attention. Don't even give it credit. Don't even be awed and impressed by, oh, that was such a hard thing. Don't give, it's nothing to God. It's nothing to God. We should only be impressed by His power, His ability, His strength. That's what we should be awed and impressed with. Because to Him, it's just dead. It don't mean nothing. It's a, it's all mirage. To, uh, oh, it's you know the devil. Oh, this is a very strong thing. It's, very, it's all mirage. It's all. It's all just. It's all just smoke and mirrors. It's just to distract you and make you. It, it ain't nothing. You're a new creature. You've been freed and delivered. Don't believe it. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for the strategy of the devil. Don't, don't let him tell you that you can't do this. You can't do that because of your past. You can't get through that. You've always done that. It's nothing compared to the power of God. It falls flat on its face when his presence, just a small amount of his presence can just just annihilate that problem. Just, so I, I always try to re- remember that. What I'm dealing with, what I'm going through, this, whatever, uh, it's just powerless yeah. in the face of it. It's just dead. Yeah. And I don't need to make it bigger than it is. I don't need to give it any more credit than it deserves. I don't deserve it. It don't deserve my attention. That's right, right. It's a waste of time. Yeah. And it doesn't deserve any of my attention. Yeah. But all this that I'm talking about, the world needs it. Yes. The world needs it. And a lot of us have been... We're mature spiritually. A lot of us are. I'm not. I'm just going to say it. I'm getting there. But I know a lot of us, we're, we have something to offer to the world. We have something that will really help a lot of other people. We need to be so, stop being so consumed with our day-to-day life, so consumed with the distractions of life, and understand that God wants to use us. And I need to know what those ways are. How does he want to use me? I, I need to get in prayer and seek the will of God for my life. When it comes to the plan of God, he's always talked to me more about it than through a a pastor uh, in the sense of a prophecy. The word being taught is a lot of the ways he talks to me and also at home. A lot of people are looking for a prophecy, looking for a word, but he's ready. He wants to talk to you at home. He wants to talk to you on the drive to work about your future. His word is uh, him talking to us directly. We need to remember that it's personal to us. Hallelujah. He wants to talk to you about your future. He wants to reveal things to you. Hallelujah. He's eager to talk with his children. Just like parents, you would want to be with your children, fellowship with them, get to know them, talk with them, do great things for them, buy them things. He's that with a hundred times. He wants that with you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to fellowship with you. But are you willing to listen? Are you are you in the position to listen? Are you so just distracted by day to day things that you don't re- remember he's waiting to talk to you? He's waiting to fellowship with you, and he's excited about it. He wants to talk to you about your future. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you helped this morning? Glory to God. You know I'm just I'm preaching to myself. <laughs> That's just where I'm at. You know I don't I don't try to do fancy things that I don't ha- I really haven't experienced but there's always something God's working with me on and I'm just preaching from my heart. Hallelujah. So we need to remember every day. It's a new day. It's a new day to commit myself, consecrate myself. If Jesus had to do it, we have to do it. However many times a day got to do it, every day, every whatever you need to do, commit your life to him. It's worth it. It's worth It it, it pays off. God has impressed me and impressed me time and time again in times where I maybe feel like I didn't deserve that. He did it. You know, my mom uh, moved into that new house in Lake Elsinore and she was content being where she was. Um, She lived here in Marietta and she was totally content with the home she was in, but God she, she said, you know, I'm, I'm content where I'm at. He said, I'm a rewarder. That's what I am. That's what I have to be. Therefore, I'm giving you this, this home because of uh, you holding to the faith, you holding on to the plan. And, she, you know, enough said right there, right? I mean, he will do it. He will bless us. He will bless our socks off if we just stick with it. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If you decide I'm seeking him through this whole thing I'm going through or whatever, um, he'll reward that. It doesn't go unnoticed. Like I said, there's a cloud of witnesses cheering us on. We have a family in heaven, so excited about what we're fulfilling, amen? You're not alone. You're not alone in this. I mean, this is why he gave us a church family here. I mean, just that alone, but no, there's even more. I mean, we got, he gave us so much. He gave us the tools we need.